The Smiley J Artist Zone, a platform for and about independent artists, music, interviews, and much, much more. Now, give it up, your host, Smiley J. To the Smiley J Artist Zone, a chill space dedicated to independent artists where artists can come and hang out, talk about their new music, upcoming performances, music journey, as well as some other fun chit chat. Chit chat and music is what I do. I'm your show host, Smiley J. I want to welcome everyone. I'm glad that you guys are here and hanging out with me today for the next 30 minutes or so. Now, um, if this is your first time listening, Welcome! All I ask is that you don't make this one and done. Make sure you come back. I'm here every Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen on your favorite podcast platform. And you can also catch up on some of the, you know, the archive shows. Just make sure you hang out with me. Today I have a great show. Hanging out with me in the Artist Zone is the lovely Beth. Yes! Beth is going to come and talk about her new music. You know, as well as some other fun conversation. So don't you guys move. I want to shout out. Uh, I, first of all, I want to. Uh, I want to shout out Australia. I have some new listeners in Australia, and I just get so excited when I get new listeners. It warms my heart. Hi, Australia. How you guys doing? Thank you for hanging out. Yes. And I also want to shout out the Surrey Hill Soul Train in the UK. You know where they play the best soul, R&B, smooth jazz, and gospel music 24 hours, seven days a week. And to my listeners in the UK, you can also catch me on the Thursday Drive Time Show at 5. Yes. Hey, UK. Make sure you guys are hanging out with me on Thursday. Now, before I bring the lovely Miss Beth on, you guys know what time it is. Most diehard music lovers know and understand the importance of concert etiquette, especially, you know, when attending a concert to see your favorite independent artist. Yes, I said independent artist. Now, I have received a request to address this issue again. Now, I know I talked about this a few months back, but I got you. I hear you. I got you. Uh, you know, I'll go ahead and do a remix of this. I'm glad that you guys, uh, actually, I'm glad that you talked about, you know, requested this topic because, you know, people are socializing again and they're going to see their favorite artists. So, constant etiquette is, you know, it's often an unspoken subject, but we're going to talk about it here. I'm here to help you. Yes, Smiley J got you. So, I'm going to help you understand and enjoy the experience of concert going so that you don't have to get that, uh, you know, that stink face or that ugly eye because, you know, people are serious about their music. So, Make sure you try to arrive on time and be seated at least, you know, 20 to 30 minutes before the concert starts because, you know, you don't want to, you know, disrupt the folks who were there on time. You know, it's, you know, it's very annoying. You got to get up and shift the whole seating section. Now, for my will call ticket patrons, please plan to arrive at least 30 to 45 minutes early because you know it's going to be a line. So go ahead, you know, leave the house a little early. Respect others around you. Don't have loud, loud conversations. Don't be singing to the top of your lungs like you are the headliner or the opening act. Now, if the artist tells you to sing along, then sing along. Do you sing along and have fun? 
also limit your videoing, also going live, live streaming, and uh, taking pictures with that annoying flash. Now, some venues don't even allow you to take pictures or pull out your phone or video, so make sure that you respect the rules of the venue. Now, I totally get that you want to relive the, relive the moment, you know, but again, you have to be, you know, you got to be respectful of others. Now, to all my tall folks out there, if you are super duper tall, Please remain seated unless you are instructed to do so. Because remember, there's a lot of shorties out there. And if you stand up, they can't see anything. So just remain seated unless they tell you to stand. Now, live music is so important to concert goers. So if you don't remember any of the things that I just talked about, just remember the music golden rules, which is have fun, respect others. That way everyone around you can enjoy themselves. And most importantly, everyone can enjoy the show. All right. Y'all got that, right? So let me go ahead and introduce Miss Beth. So Beth is a soulful R&B artist from Detroit. Beth was a contestant on season 16 of NBC's The Voice, starring coaches Blake Sheldon, Kelly Clarkson, Adam Levine, and John Legend. She caught the ear of both John Legend and Kelly. Now, Beth continues to grab the attention of fans worldwide. What's her new single, Got Next? You guys help me welcome the lovely and talented Beth. Hey, Beth, welcome to the Smiley J Artist Zone show. How are you today, ma'am? I'm good, Smiley J. Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you so much. Absolutely. How could I not have you? <laughs> yes. I appreciate it. First, I want to say, let me just say this right out the gate. I just want to say that you brought the sexy, short, chic look back. Oh, thank, thank you. You, <laughs> you thank really you. rocked that short hair. Now, now, let me just say, everybody can't do it, but you, Miss Ma'am, you got it going on with that short haircut. Thank you. As my grandma would say, everybody ain't able. But I try. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I try. It, it, it actually happened by accident, Um, but I, I love it, and it's it's short and it's carefree. It makes it easy for me to continue a healthy lifestyle, working out, going to the gym. And, and I, I really don't have a lot of fuss over my hair. So I love it. So thank you so much. Good, good, good. Now, uh, most folks probably know you from The Voice, you know, where you represent it. Now, listen, when you walked out there, you might as well just say it uh, Detroit in the house. <laughs> <laughs> can't help it. Can't help it. If you're from Detroit, it's all over you. Yes. Now, you know, you did your thing. You know, you left Thank the judges you. and the viewers. You Thank just you. really you just really pulled us all in. Thank you. Thank you so much. I tried. Thank you. Now, let me ask you, was it was it a lot of fun over there at the voice or, or you know, I'm sh- was it stressful at times? Um, It, it was a, a big ball of everything. It was a big ball of fun. It was a big ball of of stressful moments. And then it was a big ball of growth for, for mm-hmm. me, at least. Um, it was an exciting season because it was the first, I, I, I was in season 16. So that was the first season that John Legend came on as a coach. So mm-hmm. it was very exciting. It was a big buzz going on about him. Um, but it was fun because I was in an element where I was able to be my, um, Walking in what I love, which is to sing, walk in performing live, walk in entertaining people. I absolutely love that. I have a passion for that. So I love that. The growth part of it was um, great because I got a chance to push myself in and be in an element 
or an environment that was different for me because I was actually working in Hollywood. It was a Hollywood stage producers, um, stage hands, the band, everything was just a 10. Mm -hmm. And then it was a, a, it was nervous, nerve wracking because you are being put on front street. It's a competition and you're being judged and no Mm -hmm. one wants to be judged or critiqued. But what that did was strengthen me. And it made me be prepared for whatever is next for me. So I'm excited about the future. And, you know, you you can't tell me I can't do it now, you know, because That's right. I, I was pushed. You know what I'm saying? And it was, it was a lot of pressure put on me. So I came back a stronger artist, a stronger person as well. So it was a great experience for me. And I have no regrets. And I would do it again. Good, good. And, and you know, someone needs to hear that. And let me just say you were well received. I mean, Thank the viewers, you. I'm sure their viewership went up a lot because, uh, you know, I even got a call, you know, check this lady out. Oh, and, wow. And, and it's Thank a, you. And, and here I am interviewing you. You see how the universe works. This is yes. beautiful. Thank so, you so much. Yeah. Now, let me just say, you know, uh, you are no stranger to the stage because you have performed um, background vocals for Miss Anita Baker. And, yes. uh you was also uh, the future uh, featured lead on uh, and background vocals for the tribute for the Motown tribute. Yes, at, at Carnegie Hall. Yes, yes. And I have to mention, and you are also the background singer for one of my personal favorite artists. Oh, the sophisticated gentleman himself, yes. Mr. Kim. Yes, I love working with him. I've had um, a great opportunities to work um and i and it has really molded me as the artist that i am now because i never wanted to be a solo artist i really wanted to just be a background singer and um it just kind of turned into something else um and and here i am now well now with that beautiful voice we we (laughs) need to hear you out front too you you can keep doing the background vocals but listen we need to hear you the world loves you thank (laughs) you and 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 really and i love and appreciate the world for for the reception and the love that I get you know I I meet new people and new fans on my social media every day and I love the interaction and I love the connection and um, working with Anita just really pushed me you know she was one of the first people that told me I was going to be a solo artist Mm. and I didn't believe her and my social media handles are Beth Always Sings and that name was given to me by Anita she used to say Beth Always Sings you always going to be singing you know you're going to be a lead singer one day and I was like no I'm going to work with you I'm going to be your background singer and this is good because my my thing was you can be up front and take all the pressure I'm going to be in the back the lights are still on me I get to dress up I still get to have you know, the opportunity to sing and people see me and everything is it, good. I don't have to be up front. And she was like, nah, she's like, you're not going to be doing it. She said, I see you as a solo artist. So she really branded me see? that a long time that. ago. My brain, my spirit, my whole, my whole being was not able to receive that when she told me that. Cause she told me, I was like, oh, no, nah, nah. but well, you know she, what? She said that thing. She yeah, she spoke that she saw the greatness she saw the potential yeah. so and yeah. you know what you were destined to do this music thing so let me just take it back now most people grow up in a household especially most black folks we grow up in a household listening to music that our parents mm-hmm. and our older siblings listen to mm-hmm. but you grew up in a house with a musical genius I did your dad your dad the legendary Johnny Griffith you know let me just say to all my younger listeners. Um, her dad helped create and define the legendary Motown sound that, yeah. that we all listen to today. That sound would mm-hmm. never die. So, it's a staple in American music. You know? That's right. 
Mm-hmm. So can you just tell us, can you just give us a little peep in your childhood? What was it like growing up? What was a, what was a typical day like? Um, well, a typical day would start out with me really waking up, listening to my father play the piano and he would get up and he would do his scales and he would practice every day. And honestly, I did not know what my father did in terms of his career choice. I knew that my father played piano and I just figured my daddy was at home playing piano all day and my mama was at work. And I just didn't understand that dynamic. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I didn't, you know, and, and. By the time I was born, my father was no longer with Motown. So I I did not know about his his previous works. At, at this time, he just was playing the piano. He was doing gigs. He was doing other things, other projects and playing around. You know, um, I remember as a kid, you know, my five, uh, different artists would come to town and my dad would be hired to come and play with them. And he would take me to the shows and things like that. And I'm just like, my daddy plays piano, but I just did not know anything about Motown. Um, again, because Motown had left Detroit and was out in LA. My father Mm -hmm. opted not to go and we didn't know anything about it. But he would get up and he would play piano and he would take me to school and he'd pick me up from school. And, you know, and on the Saturdays we did what we did or my dad would have a gig or he'd be out of town or whatever it was. And and that was normal for me. Some of the other Motown musicians that opted not to go to L.A. would come by. Those were his friends. I didn't Mm -hmm. know them. I didn't know who they were, you know. Um, So my house was very normal. I did not know exactly what my father did till much, much later. You know, I would we would be out and people would say, oh, yeah, your daddy worked for Motown. And I was like, "Okay, my daddy worked for Motown. (laughs) I still didn't even know what Motown was like. I didn't even know. You know, honestly, and he, my, him and my mom really sheltered me from that. They didn't want me to know. They didn't want me in the business. They didn't want me to be a part of that. And I learned later. And when I really found out the gist of what my father did, honestly, and, and sometimes I look back and I said, shame on me that I didn't even do the research, but he pushed me away from it. He pushed mm-hmm. me to go to school, to get my degree. And I did all of those things. And I found out later what my dad did. And I just was, was like, wow. I'm still in awe. Yes, I'm still in awe. Of, 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 of the things that he contributed to. So I'm grateful and it's an honor for me to carry on his legacy in the music. Yes, and, I, and I'm sure that he's just smiling down. He's with you. Yeah, always I feel him things. all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I just want to just, you know, mention a fun fact about your dad because he was um, one of only a few classically trained musicians um, yes. over at Motown. So I just, you know, I had to mention that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, now, God blessed you with a beautiful gift, the gift of singing. But, you know, you have also put in a lot of work, you know, starting from your teenage years where you actually, you know, you invest in your gift. Mm -hmm. Um, So can you tell us about, you know, um, your coaching and and who you were mentored by? Um, Yeah. So really, because, you know, like I was saying, my parents didn't want me in the business, but music was something that was just in me to do. So I naturally gravitated to the music classes in school, to marching band, to the jazz band, to the choir. You know, so um, early on, I started playing instruments. Um, I played my dad taught me to play the piano, you know, at home. And then I got in school. I started playing the clarinet, the tenor saxophone. I was first chair tenor saxophone. Mm First in the jazz band, I was first chair clarinet in a marching band. Um, and then um, I gravitated towards the choir and the glee club. And I started doing that. And um, my teachers were incredible. And I didn't think I could sing, um, but they really pushed and nurtured me. Um, and one of my teachers, I think she's getting ready to retire from teaching now. She, you know, um, 
was instrumental. Her name is Cheryl Valentine. She was instrumental in just telling me that I could sing in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And she sent me over to, um, which is, I I call it the legendary Mumford High School in Detroit, because um, Eddie Murphy made that famous in Beverly Hills Cop with the T-shirt. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So that's the high school I actually went to. But that school birthed, you know, the Clark sisters. It birthed the Winans. It birthed Commissioned. It birthed Earl Clue. All of these great people came out of um, that school um, that I didn't know anything about. I wasn't paying attention to them because they came out before I graduated. Um, but that teacher, um, Deidre Jackson, was their teacher. And I was fortunate enough to have her as my quiet teacher. And she kind of nurtured me and, and pushed me. Um, you know, Deidre Hatton, Gerald Hatton, um, we all went to school together. Um, they're doing, you know, gospel music now. And um, it, it's just been, I, I've had wonderful people influences, mentors, and teachers in my life to push me to this point where I am now. And I always still hear them, you know, in my head, coaching me, <laughs> telling yeah, me what to do. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to all the teachers, all the educators out there yes. that's pushing, you know, students to, to be great and yes. to recognize the talent and the gifts in them. So shout out to, to all the teachers out there. Yeah. So um, let's talk about your single, Got Next, featuring uh, Shifty Mavay from D12. Yes. Yes. Let me just say, when I heard the opening line, I mm-hmm. got this phone from my daddy. I said, oh, shiggity now. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I, did. I know. I have to honor him in the music that I do. Um, even um, on my first album, an opening um, song on there is me talking to my dad as a baby. He recorded me when I was little as I was learning to talk. And I use that as the opening for my first album. And it's called Daddy's Girl, if you get a chance to go back and listen to that. And it's just him and I having dialogue. It's my daddy and a a baby talking, you know, and he's basically prophesying. He's just telling me, tell the world hello and, you know, tell the Mm -hmm. speaking to the mic, get closer to the mic and talk like it. People have literally heard that and they started to cry. Oh, my God. God. Your dad was telling you you were going to do this, you know. Wow. I have to check that one out. I don't know how I missed that because I listened to your. Wow. Okay. So that's on the first album, Free, and that's the very first cut. That's the opening um, interlude of, the, of that first album. So to say that, I always honor my dad. So Got Next is on the second album, and I was like, I got to do something to talk about my dad. I don't want to do the same thing. So when I heard that track, that track is uh, produced by Marcus Devine, mm-hmm. and he's an incredible producer. He knows I love West Coast funk. He knows yeah. I love r I do too. Yeah, because they got that, that, that Snoop, that Dog you, Pound, that you Warren can, G. You know what I'm saying? You can always recognize that West Coast sound. I'm telling yes. you. And I wanted that, um, you know, um, I wanted that on the album somewhere. So he gave me that track and it just felt so funky. And I was just like, funk, funk. My daddy's a funk brother. I'm the daughter of a funk brother. I got this funk from my daddy. Like it just, it just evolved. So mm-hmm. I, I got a chance to honor him again and mention him and talk about him in that song to set the precedence for that song. And then Swifty came in and he's from the group, you know, D12, D12. which is, mm-hmm. you know, Eminem. And, and he's just awesome. Awesome. And, um, he came in and he just did a he feature on stamp. there. Yeah. He put his little stamp yeah. on me. I, I, yeah. And I nice. loved it. And it just came together. Well, did you get a chance to see the video? I sure you, did. It, I, I saw the video and I'm going to tell my viewers to make sure you also check out the video. Um, it was fun. Now, now I gotta say, got got next. That's one of them. Uh, that's one of them songs that you look forward to hearing live. 
Yes, we kill it live. We love it. When when and it's time for us to do that live, we just are so excited and and we just have so much fun on the stage together. Um but it but the but the feel of it, you know, is so funky. It's so much fun to just you got you gotta make mm-hmm. the stank face when you do that song. Like <laughs> it's just it's everything. We have a lot of fun. So thank you for that. Thank you. Absolutely. Now I don't know if you noticed, but like some of the greatest funk songs, um, they don't contain a lot of women. So mm. I think uh, Got Next should be uh, added to the uh, some of the greatest funk songs. What you think? I I agree. Your funk songs normally are men, you know, with a bass. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or or, or 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 they're all together collaborating. Or, or great instrumentals like that, but you don't really have a lot of funk women, and um, that's something I I love funk music, and I would love to see more women do that. And I okay. want to incorporate. I'm, I'm trying, you know, working on incorporating that into my show more, you know, because that mm-hmm. that it feels good. You know, you yeah. gotta make the stank face when you. Yeah, it's a it's a funky song now. Yes, yes. 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 So, I, you know, I want to thank you for stopping by. But look, before you go, it's a couple of things. One thing mm-hmm. is, um. I want to play a game. You want to play a quick okay. game? So I we love can, games. We can learn a little bit more about Miss Beth. Okay. It's easy. It's called Pick One. Okay. All right. Zumba or jogging? Oh, jogging. <laughs> I don't like Zumba. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's movie time. What are we doing? Drama or comedy? Comedy. All comedy. Day. Comedy. Oh, comedy. Yeah, okay. So you like to laugh and jog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. I do. I do. Okay, let's take it back old school. Pick one. Gap band or Ohio players? Ooh. Yeah, I had to make um, it hard. That's hard. But I have to say, because I picked the Gap band, and, and it's a little history of it because, you know, Uncle Charlie, he's still out there doing his thing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He's legendary. And his music director to this day Cordell Walton is one of my producers so okay get get Ben Charlie boom boom there it is so we know Beth likes to jog she likes comedy and the Gap Band. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, so thank you, Beth, for being a good sport. Now, before you go, I need you to tell the folks how they can follow you, how they can, where they can get this music from, and if you got any uh, shows coming up. Um, absolutely. So if you're looking for me on Instagram, please come follow and connect with me. It's at Beth Always Sings. That's B-E-T-H-A-L-W-A-Y-S. S-I-N-G-S and that's for my Instagram and my Twitter um, you can come over to Facebook I'm at this is my whole government name but it's Beth Griffith Manley you can come over on my fan page like that page follow interact with me over there and YouTube you can hit me up on Beth Always Sings you can check out my videos and my website is also Beth Always Sings dot com um, there are some shows coming up and we're actually um working those things out and those details right now and they should be appearing on my website very soon so if you keep in touch with me on my social media i um always post when there is an appearance or there is a show or interview or something coming up perfect perfect well thank you so much for stopping by hanging in the zone continue success to you and keep singing miss and keep singing miss beth we love it Thank you so much for having me on your show. I appreciate it so much. Absolutely. Peace. Peace. This is singer-songwriter Tigressa, and you are in the Smiley J Artist Zone.
is our time. Y'all had a chance to shine, and we'll be cutting y'all in front of that line. You either out or you riding. My homie right beside me with a hustling persona and a crown full of diamonds. Climbing these charts and you ain't stopping a profit. She's staying on fire like the back of a damn rocket. Total control. Cold as the North Pole. Busting these flows. It's our time to blow. So just know. It's that time to say our goodbyes. Well, bye for now anyway. I want to thank you guys for your listening ears. And thank you to today's guest, the lovely Beth. You guys be sure to follow Beth on all of her social media pages. But most importantly, download her new single, Got Next. And add it to your funky soulful playlist. I know you have one because I got mine. Now, I'm here the same time next week, so make sure you guys come back and hang out with me. And also, if you're not following me on social media, go ahead and follow me. Instagram, SmileyJ underscore Artizone. Like and follow my Facebook page, the SmileyJ Artizone. And, uh, you know, wherever you listen to the show, just, you know, follow on that platform. Until next time, I'm going to need you guys to be well, stay safe, and remember to listen to good music. Your ears will thank you for it. I'm Smiley J. And I'm out.